This is the Engines of Our Ingenuity, made possible by the friends of KUHF Houston. Today, Reaching for the Sky, the University of Houston's College of Engineering presents this series about the machines that make our civilization run and the people whose ingenuity created them. What motivates inventors? For many, it's the sheer joy of inventing. But for a small few, it's an all-consuming, maniacal drive, a desire to change the world and to be recognized for doing so. William Lear was born in Hannibal, Missouri in 1902. By the age of 12, he'd made three resolutions. First, to make enough money so he'd never be stopped from finishing anything. Second, that to accumulate money in a hurry, he'd have to invent something people wanted. And third, if ever he was going to stand on his own feet, he'd have to leave home. Upon completing eighth grade, he did just that. Lear lied about his age and joined the Navy, where he was introduced to electronics, wireless radio, and aviation. Lear's list of inventions is remarkable. After purchasing a minority interest in a small manufacturing firm, he and a partner developed what's widely considered the first real car radio. Today, it seems a match made in heaven, but the company's president initially rejected the idea. He later relented, marketing the radio under a catchy new name. The radio proved so successful, the company took the name of the product, Motorola. Years later, Lear would lead a consortium of companies developing a music playback system suitable for bumpy rides. Car drivers of the 60s and 70s knew it as the 8-track tape player. For the first time, drivers had a convenient way to listen to pre-recorded music. Lear developed one of the first radio-based direction finders for aircraft, known as the Lyriscope. He invented the Learmatic Navigator, an early autopilot navigation system. Further efforts on autopilot systems for the military led to an award from President Harry Truman. All totaled, Lear held well over 100 patents. Yet, for all of his accomplishments, he is best known for building and marketing the small business jets that bear his name. Lear lived his life flat out. In 1965, Fortune magazine described him as a man with an inexhaustible supply of internal fuel. Most of that fuel powered his business pursuits, but Lear was also known to play hard. For years, he kept a table and entertained at New York's fabled Stork Club, which he referred to as his night office. To admirers, Lear was a character, a genius entrepreneur, an unstoppable force of nature. To detractors, he was just a difficult know-it-all. But there's no argument that he was a self-educated, self-made man whose inventiveness and ambition drove him to reach for the sky. I'm Andy Boyd at the University of Houston, where we're interested in the way inventive minds work. Come fly with me, let's fly, let's fly away. If you can use some exotic booze, there's a bar in far Bombay. Come fly with me, let's fly, let's fly away.